Welcome to episode 105 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Hadamia. And I'm Hillary Doherty. Hillary! Oh. <laughs> Happy New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year, my darling. It feels like it's been a month. I, I'm telling you, this morning I was like... I have so many things to say. I've like <laughs> added things to my list of things that I want to talk about. Yay. Um, but first and foremost, there's a there's a camera yes. looking at us. Hi. Oh, like hi. How are hi. you? <laughs> doing? Um, hi. Hi. <laughs> I know. I feel every time I go, hey, all I think of is the Kardashians. Oh. Let's, you know what? I'm going to leave them out. Let's, yeah, let's start the we're new leaving, year. We're leaving let's, you guys out. Forget we're leaving it. you out okay. for the new year. Cardassian. <laughs> how about that? All right. Well, first of all, I have about two thirds of your Christmas present. You have no idea what I went through last night. What? Don't I, even. Uh, first of all, I. I don't even need a Christmas yes, present. Yes, you do. Christmas is yes, over. No, no. I knew you were going to think that. That's not true. But I ordered you this, a couple of things. And this one thing I was just looking for, I'm like, I can't find it in all of my stuff. I'm looking through bags. I'm like going through stuff I threw away. I was oh, like, no. where the fuck is this? And then I go on Amazon and it's not here yet. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So do you want to wait until we get this third thing? Yeah, do you let's want wait. Let's wait. Are you sure? Yes, I don't care. All right. Well, I'm, I'm really sorry. You got the, real, the the raw end of the deal no. this Christmas. Oh, my God, please. Oh, my God. I don't, listen, Um, I want to cancel Christmas. Oh, yeah. We're, we, yeah, we're heading the new, we're yeah. new to he, the new heads of the war on Christmas. Fuck you, Santa. It's stressful. I don't know. It's huh. just. Eh, what are you going to do? I mean, you know, New Year's is fun. Now, New Year's is fun. I have to tell you, I missed you quite a bit. Oh, I missed you too. You did not come to the New Year's <gasps> party for good reasons, safety reasons. We want to yes. make sure everybody's safe. But we have our friend Alfredo and Jason. They hosted oh, a I negative COVID test party. Yes. <laughs> and I wanted to mention someone who I have met before and he showed up to this party. Oh. And let me, let me, everyone, it was me. Emma, James, Rebecca, and all gay men. <laughs> like it was like the the, it, it the best gay men. It sounds amazing. It to was me. amazing. It was no no shenanigans whatsoever. <laughs> but um, they have a friend named Bobby, oh. who I've met before. I think I think I want to say it was like Alfredo's birthday or something. He is so cute, Tina. Oh, and I remember the last time I met him, and I had a few drinks, of course, and I was like, "Are you sure <laughs> that you're gay?" But are you sure? Because you're so cute. Aww. And he was like, oh, you're so sweet. So he walked, he rolls into this New Year's party and I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, what's up? You've had Aww. some time. You've had some time to think about and it. Like, like, what do you think? You like the skirt? Like, what's up, Bobby? And he was so sweet. He's Aww. like, you'd make my mother very happy. But I, <laughs> I like, but I also wanted to mention him because he said, oh, he heard someone say that I had a podcast. <gasps> and I was like, yeah, it's called The Muck. And he pulled it up and subscribed. I'm like, yes. yes. And then I said, I'm going to mention you on the next po episode. <gasps> Hi, so <I> Bobby. <laughs> and then I said, I said the most 2000 thing I could say, I, uh, you know, year two, in the year 2000, I was like, I'm going to friend you on Facebook. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, okay. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. So it was a great party, though. It was so, like, low-key. I think, like, 15 people. Like I said, everybody oh, had to be very negative nice. COVID tested, oh. which was awesome. The food was so good. The food looked amazing. Ooh, I mean, 
It looked like I broke a champagne glass. Aww. I mean, you know, it's it was a typical Hillary New Year, so it looked like a lot of fun. It was so much fun. Yeah. Ours was very low key, just the kids. My sister-in-law, Yolanda, mm. came over. Yo, 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 what's up? My brother, Bobby, came oh, over. Yeah. And that's it. We hung out. And Lovely. Yeah, it was very chill. I love this. We watched a bunch of Cobra Kai, which made me laugh. Awesome. I've and never seen it. <gasps> I know. You've told There's me. There's a great fa- It's so cheesy. I mean, the first season, it was like, yay, it's like kitschy, cheesy. But now it has, it's like ridiculous. Yeah. But we still laugh at it. I love it. Um, Johnny is ridiculous. <laughs> I but love he had that a Facebook. He had a Facebook like, moment because he, he was like with one of the characters. He was like, uh, so, you know, uh, you, you, so he was trying to recruit teenagers, and he's like, you know, you guys are on your Facebook all day, and they're like, yeah, no. <laughs> nobody's on Facebook <laughs> over like forty or under oh. forty. It's so fucking embarrassing. I've uh, I've actually considered like just chopping it, but because of the podcast now, I'm just you know, yeah. I, I just mean, don't want to be in the web of Meta. You know what I mean? I know. So here's something that's been fun for the last few weeks. My therapist has been like out. Oh, I was supposed to have an appointment December 15th. And then I have like every two, every two weeks and she canceled that appointment. She tried to reschedule. Like I can't, I have limited amount of time. Like when I can, so I missed her then. And then two weeks later, it's the holidays and she's (gasps) out. And so I don't see her for another two weeks after. Like it's been, it's going to be almost six weeks. Oh wow. So you have a, you have a lot too. So much has happened in six weeks. You know, good things. Good I mean, things some good things, some heart, yeah. mostly heartbreaking Aww. things, but that will be okay. But it's just like, holy fuck. I, I, I didn't really realize how much I relied on talking to her yeah. and looking forward to being able to do that every two weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I need um, to start therapy. Yeah. So <laughs> I've had like therapy, Alfredo therapy. Oh yeah. He gives great advice though. He does. Here, let's talk about, uh, wait, before we get into oh, this are you really gonna, bad were, thing. Were you going to talk about where is Ronnie? Yes. Yeah. But before we get into that, I wanted to talk about, I wanted to talk about um, Super Media Bros, who is our. <gasps> yes. Okay. So. Um, there are our uh, partner, I don't want to say partner, but they're a. They're a member of, member Odd, Pods. of Odd Pods with us. And um, they won that live conversation yes. with us. <laughs> when we did our giveaway for the episode 100. Yeah. And so we have been talking like behind the scenes about doing some sort of a mashup, you yes. know, like releasing the thing. And then, yes. and so Richie said to me uh, or to us, you know, on the muck uh, chat, if, uh, if we just want to bullshit or whatever. No, and like, then he was cool. a movie. He had a yeah, movie. he's like, I'm cool with whatever. The I'm Abraham like, Lincoln. Yeah, so I said, well, we'll wa- they watch movies and they and they talk oh, shit or they great. talk about how great they are, like these B movies, and like horror movies. Oh, this and is like so my, uh, can, goes, I, can I just be a, <laughs> a random guest always on the Yes, show? how fucking cool. it would be so it's, much fun. It's so good. And so he's like, oh, I have this great idea. Since you're like a political show and we do these movies, like we could do Abraham Lincoln Vampire yes. Killer. Yes. <laughs> Which I've never seen and I'm I so fucking either. Stoked. It's gonna be I'm amazing. So, oh fuck! I'm <gasps> so excited. Um, so that's a good thing. So le- yeah, let's just talk about um, something that I've really enjoyed the last few weeks, and that is that our governor in Florida, Ron DeSantis, is missing. Yes, and um, there have been memes. <laughs> well, the, well, he was at. Did you hear that he was at a New Year's Eve party? Yes, he was in Kendall, I think, or something. I don't he was know. In Miami. He was Un- in Miami. He yesterday. was unmasked in a party yeah, with well. his uh, wife, who's diagnosed with cancer in a large event yeah yeah so uh what i really wanted to talk about though with the with the desantis mia is that if you watched how it unfolded how this this like 
wave of everybody jumping on the bandwagon like, of like he? he's where missing, he? he's missing. Yes. How it started was, um, uh, I can't remember his first name. It's Val Demings' husband. <laughs> Let's just say that he's the uh, mayor, Jerry Demings. He's the mayor of Orange County, which is like Orlando area yeah. in Florida, and he held a huge fucking press conference because Omicron is like you know, going fucking nuts here, like uh, 77,000, you know, cases in one day, et cetera, et cetera. And so the state in May, the state run testing sites and they shut everything down. And so, so counties and municipalities have had to pick up the slack and now, because we are now in a new variant wave. Right. And so he was saying, where the fuck is Ron DeSantis, yes. right? He's Help like, us out. where's Open the up governor? Some centers. Like, yeah. let's go. So then everybody started jumping on it. And I was thinking to myself, like, fucking A. This is the kind of shit yeah. we need leaders doing. Yeah, Ask, where is time. he? Don't all say, here's all these places you can go. I mean, yes, you have to do that because yes. they have to pick up the slack, which is not their fucking job to do, but they're having to do it because their residents need it. And uh, yeah, lines we should be nuts. constantly, constantly, yeah. constantly calling it out. And I was just so fucking, I thought that was so amazing that it started yes. with a county uh, mayor. And then it was just memes. There was like the Where's Waldo yeah. meme and it was yes. like, Where's Ronnie? And uh, oh, he's on vacation. He's I on guess vacay. I was nice. like, he's either on vacay or he has COVID. Well, either way, either way, your job doesn't stop because it's fucking Christmas time. And he wasn't taking phone calls. That was the other thing. Like, he wasn't talking to people. You're a governor 24 fucking hours a day. (sighs) 24 hours a day. It doesn't, that doesn't stop. And there he was. He's a piece of shit. Anyway. His face. Oh, I see it every time. I know. It's like, um. God. He's a, I like to call him meat, a meatball. That's what yeah. he reminds me of. Just, just a like fucking a meatball, meatball. frat boy. No offense fucking to worse. former frat boys, but whatever. Ugh. I think that's it. Do you I have anything? No, that's pretty much it. Um, I'm 2022. Yes. Is, is, I'm nervous. You are? I'm nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> Sorry, am I making noise? No, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I am. I, I really, I want desperately for Nikki Freed to mm. win. Yeah. I know that we have a lot of work. I'm th- I was just thinking about like, we're going to be, you know, knocking doors like Saturdays, like having to do stuff. And I'm just, I don't know. I just have the bad feeling well, and I want to be positive. And I normally am very positive, but I no, just be, 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 be prepared <sighs> be for prepared. disappointment. Oh, uh, here's a good thing. I saw Bluebird on Thursday oh, night. Oh, <laughs> Bluebird. Yeah, Chelsea and I went skating for the last time in 21, and then um, we went to Invasive Species, and he was working, and so it was cool. We got to see Jacques. That was nice. Oh, so he's so yes, nice. Our good friend. Yeah, I got that great hat from him when um at, at the little fair. There was a, oh, yeah, know, a like pop-up. A, a pop-up, and my son wears it now. Oh, cool. He loves it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, listen. <gasps> Are we ready? Who's first? You're first because we're on oh. a, we do odds. odds. All right, <gasps> let's go, bitch. Ooh, <laughs> the first story of season three. <gasps> season Tina, three cheers, of bitch, the cheers. pod. What? <laughs> Here we go. And we're going to have a new website coming out. Oh, yeah. And hopefully some I've been here about this, I've been here about this website for a I year. I know, but <laughs> guess what? Guess what? I think I finished it yesterday. Oh, well, I can't wait to see it. I mean, we have the amazing Ooh. Caroline oh, that's right. doing yes, some work yes, on yes. it. So I sent her an email saying, I hope I didn't mess anything up, but I just had time and did a bunch of stuff. So hopefully nice. she, it's, she's cool with it and I didn't like screw anything yeah, that she was planning. Help. Yeah. 
Um, I also wanted to say we have two new patrons. You know, we, we have not do. mentioned that Annette is a new patron. Yes, Annette. Annette is a new patron. And she, thank you, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. She knows us through the Cardassians pod. Yes. So at least one good thing has come out of being yes. friends with the Cardassians. <laughs> thank you, Annette. Um, and then also my friend Jordan. Yes. Who I went to high school with and I love, love, Aww. love. I love him so much. Jordan, thank you so yes. much for being a part of this with us. I know. Our amazing uh, patrons. Yeah, and, and we are going to be recording some today because we totally fucking slacked we should have put something up last monday in our patreon yes but Oops. it's the holidays it's the holidays we're starting <laughs> yeah. fresh you'll forgive us you'll how forgive long us. can we use the holidays excuse um do i get another week or two all right that. good <laughs> <laughs> all right you ready yes girl let me tell you something right now this oh, bitch no. this bitch okay oh no i'm gonna cover u.s house rep pres- oh that's not right hold on i'm gonna cover idaho house rep priscilla Giddings. Oh, I don't know who this is. Do oh, I? Do I know? God, no. Oh. And you should, though. And uh. that's why that's what we do here at the Muck Podcast. All right. So Priscilla was raised on a ranch in Whitebird, Idaho. She graduated from Salmon River Junior Senior High School. In 2005, she earned a Bachelor of Science degree in biology from the United States Air Force Academy. In 2012, she earned a Master of Science in Exercise and Sports Science from oh. the California University of Pennsylvania. Did you know there's a California, Pennsylvania? No. Like a city named California? Yeah, that's weird. It's confusing. That's like Can we a, stop doing this? That's like the Miami University in Ohio. Yeah. What, stop. Yeah. Please. <laughs> please. Stop trying to make Pennsylvania happen. Oh, <gasps> Tina. <laughs> what? Uh-oh. Listen, all y'all in Pittsburgh. Sorry. All I know Tina's Philly. got fam there. Uh-oh. That's her <laughs> Oh, my brother's going back to the Berg. Oh, he is. Later, Bobby. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm over here trying to make Florida happen. You know how oh fucking hard that is. Forget it. Oh, my God. She spent nine years on active duty in the United States Air Force, and she was a pilot with the 81st Fighter Squadron and was a B flight commander from 2008 to 2014. Wow. Super oh, impressive. So she's like really recent. In 2014, she became an air liaison officer in the Idaho Air National Guard uh, Guard's 124th Air Support Operations Squadron, wow. and she was an admissions liaison officer in the Air Force Reserve Training Corps. So she held the rank of major in the Air Force Reserve, and in 2021 was promoted to lieutenant colonel. Dang! Uh, she's the president of the Air Force Academy Idaho Alumni Association. Okay. So she runs for office. Right? Uh-oh. Um, she represents the 7th District, which encompasses um, the counties of Idaho, Clearwater, Shoshone counties, plus a small portion of Bonner County. And in 2016, she defeated incumbent Shannon McMillan uh, in the Republican primary. She's a Republican with 61.1% of the vote. Wow. And she defeats, goes on to defeat the Democratic candidate by 70% of the vote. So it's uh, a heavily Republican I mean, district. It's Idaho. Yeah. But she was then reelected in 2018 and 2020 to the same seat. And in both times in the general, she ran unopposed. So no Dems are coming out to run against (sighs) her, right? Okay. So some of the key things that have have happened in the House while she's been there. Yeah. I mean, this is like really fresh. Yes. 2021 here. Yeah. So she's associated with the far white. uh, (laughs) It stays white. Far right wing of the Republican Party. (gasps) All right. So... You know what to expect from oh someone God. like this. So she's like a 
their version of a Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yes, and she's like has disparaging things about to say about the press. She dismisses them. She says all these unflattering news stories are fake. Oh, here we go. Um, and she has sought to defund Idaho Public Television. Oh, they're always <laughs> after. They're always after fucking Sesame Street. Man. I know it's the Leave best. Leave oh, Big Bird alone. I went to um. There's a candy store in Wilt Manors. Um, to <gasps> yes, the moon. Yes. I went there yesterday when I walked in. They were playing. It was the Sesame Street fucking theme song. Oh. I almost started crying sunny days does it remind you of being a kid god i can fucking like immediately see myself in front of that big tv with the (laughs) the furniture the the tv that was a piece of furniture (laughs) 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 oh my god the best so um damn it so that failed of course they didn't defund the public television but um in 2016 Here's something she did that's kind of shady. She claimed a homeowner's exemption on two homes, right? Which oh, you're not really allowed yeah. to do. Now everybody, try, everyone's shady. That's like oh, the one <laughs> yeah. thing that you see about them is yeah. that that home that is it homestead. They call it homestead, yeah, homestead exemption. Yeah, here. yeah. So uh. under the Idaho law, a taxpayer may claim a homeowner's exemption over just one primary residence. Um, the Ada County Assessor's Office sought back taxes against Giddings, and in Ada County, commissioners voted ununanimously that Giddings was not entitled to an exemption over her Garden City home and denied her appeal. So she tries to appeal when they were like, you owe these taxes. She's like, no, 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 no. And so she tries to appeal this decision of like, no, bitch, you owe it. This is the thing with, and and I don't want to label all Republicans this way, but it just seems that many Republicans play this, you know, law and order, mm-hmm. you know, we, we got to, you know, they, they have this whole respect for law and order, but they never want to follow any rules. I mean, it's this, it's where they want to find loopholes in the, in the or rules. they want to find loopholes. You know, I was talking about this with my husband. I'm like, you know, uh, uh, the, the same people who were going after bakeries, right. Yeah. Um, saying not going after bakeries, but saying that like, that's their business. If they don't want to make a cake for somebody who's gay, they don't have to make a cake for somebody who's gay. Right. Mm-hmm. It's their business, but they'll walk in that same business. And if that person says you need to wear a mask, they're like, you're, that's my Liberty. <laughs> like it makes no sense. <laughs> right. Like well, you can't have it both ways. Right. They want to find the, whatever fits their give, agenda. Give me a break. Mm. I can't stand it. Well, it's, it's just, it's just selfish disgustingness. Yeah. Well, what are you getting upset about? Who gives a fuck? What are we going to do? I mean, what are we going to do? I don't know. You can't, you can't change their minds. There's nothing to do to explain you it know, to them. Yeah, you can't. And, you know, I have a relative who shall remain, uh, wait, who shall remain mm-hmm. nameless, mm-hmm. who uh, <laughs> in our family group chat will post the things like um, posted something that was like, don't live in fear. Don't live. It was like, it was like a subliminal message. It was like this graphic that was like, don't live in fear. And then like people celebrating Christmas. Don't live in fear. We're celebrating, you know, happy new year. Like don't live in fear. We're, we're all going to come together again because like we're all living in fear because of COVID. Yeah. Ugh. I'm living in fear, but I'm also being safe. Like you can yes. do both things. Yes. Both of those things can happen. How about get vaccinated and maybe you can come to the party. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. How about that? God damn it. Fuckers. All right. <laughs> so uh, in 2019, she introduced a measure to block a requirement that incoming 12th grade students receive a meningitis booster vaccination. So this bitch was against vaccinations before people, what? before it was cool. But, be but why it. would, 
It's meningitis, man. That like that's like so incredibly she dangerous. Should be required. So she also proposed legislation to require schools and daycare centers to notify parents of their entitlement to exempt their children from all required immunizations. The bill passed the state house, but it died oh, in the Senate. Thank God. In twenty twenty, she sponsored legislation that would prohibit the state or any Idaho locality from contracting with a business that quote discriminates against persons on the basis of their vaccination records or oh, vaccination come state. On. <laughs> End quote. What a spoiled brat. <laughs> she condemned <What>? healthcare <laughs> providers who required she condemned healthcare providers that required their employees to be vaccinated. Oh, so she wait, okay. Um she has a degree in exercise science, right? But she's not a medical doctor. She's a PE teacher. Yeah. Isn't that who gets those degrees? Yeah. All right. Hey listen, uh, what? I should have become a PE teacher. Why do you say that? Because let me tell you why. Okay. Because you no know, offense to PE teachers, like I know that you that it's hard to to keep those kids going. <laughs> but when I look at the stack of papers that I have to grade mm-hmm. and the content that I have to teach, and I'm making the same salary mm. as like the teacher that's like, hey guys, let's do some kickball today. And like, there's really Ooh, no papers. There's a lot of shade being thrown here today. <laughs> a lot of fucking shade. Tina, we're going to cut that. Don't you think? No, don't you think the health of our uh, st- no, children no, no, is important? I t- it is. The health is very important. I'm just saying like, I, I, I don't know. No, I'm, just, you're a, right. Like, no, you're right. It's not, you yeah. should not be paid the same. I'm bringing home a lot of papers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grading a lot. I'm reading a lot of books. <laughs> oh my God. Which so, I anyway. thought you liked that. I do. <laughs> okay. I do. All right. However, I, I let's can, get back I, to, can we get back to this? I love you, PE teacher. Listen, yeah, I, I, I would do it in a second. If I could, I would be a PE teacher this tomorrow. This is only doing this because we're on video. This would be all cut out if it was just audio. But now you now, now you have a record. Now I'm on record. Great. <laughs> Don't come at me, PE teachers. I love you all, I swear. Oh, please come at her. Like, blow the whistles. <laughs> Make her do push-ups. <laughs> I, would, I really do need some training, so maybe this could be a good yeah. thing. <laughs> They're going to chase you around <laughs> the school. Okay, okay, okay. <sighs> so she introduced a measure urging Congress to remove quote, what wilderness study area status from hundreds of thousands of acres of land in oh, Idaho, she's one of opening these. these up to industrial yes. use, right? Yes. In 2021. So they can drill away and yeah. do whatever the hell they want. Yes. Chop down trees. Yes. Uh, in 2021, she voted against a $1.1 billion bill to increase salaries for Idaho public school teachers. As a result, the bill failed on equally divided 34-34 state house vote. Wow. Yeah. She could have been what? a fucking hero. What is hero. the thing against I, teachers? I don't know. You know, teachers were heroes, and then we were trash. We were trash, mm. then we were heroes, and we were trash. Yeah. The same with the nurses, right? Remember, God, like, the nurses, everybody was like, nurses, nurses, nurses. Now everyone's shitting on nurses, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, they don't want to work these million hours because there's a shortage, because mm. the hospitals are overrun with patients. Mm-hmm. Like, well, but, and there's but, a shortage because the field is just so, it's hard to work in that field anyway. Yeah. But but throw COVID in the mix? Like right. What, what do you- Yeah, it made it worse. Come on. Mm. Um, also in 21, she was among the most outspoken opponents of accepting $6 million in federal funds for grants to early childhood education providers. A dispute over whether to accept the funds sparked a political- Fear in the state as right-wing state legislators promoted misinformation and fringe conspiracy oh theories God. about the bill. This was interesting because I was like, well, what were they saying? And it was basically like the critical race theory thing. This is oh recent, right? And so she God. was like, well, what are they going to do with the money? And they started to like the news, you know, uh, papers and everything was like analyzing where this money was going to go. And it was like to a lot of organizations that like 
really fucking need it. Yeah. And they provide food for families that are like it's for kids who don't bring lunches to school yes. and things like that. And Their kids are or hungry. therapy or things. It was like all about really important things and it wasn't about critical race theory. And I don't even, even know what critical race theory is. Yeah. It's a freaking it's, college class. Give me a break. Nuts. All right. So here let's get I into hate everything so much. Wait till you hear what she did. Oh, there's more. This is the major oh, thing. No. I know. What is her name again? Penelope? Priscilla Giddings. <laughs> Priscilla. Oh, Priscilla. Okay. Eh. So in April 2021, uh, Idaho Republican State Representative Aaron Von Eilinger was accused of raping a <gasps> 19-year-old intern. Okay. Oh, no. So this is a very mucky story. Like this alone could be yeah. a muck story, right? So in April 2021, he was accused of unconsented sexual contact with a legislative volunteer. Oh, no. Um, and, of course, he denies these allegations, and he maintains that the encounter was consensual. Ugh. So uh, Idaho House Ethics Committee and Boise Police Department later began investigations into the allegations, and it was later reported that documents from the legislator's ethic commi- ethics committee previously warned Von Eiling- Eilinger against hitting on female state house <gasps> employees after his colleagues received several complaints from their staffers. Oh, God. So, it's, so it, women it are like, me of please that, leave me that alone. That Robert Potter, whatever. What was that guy's name that you covered and I went fucking ape shit? Oh. Packer. Bob Packer? Oh, Bob Packer. Was that it? What the fuck was that guy's name? We'll, oh. we'll get back to you guys. Packwood? Pick, it doesn't matter. <gasps> Packwood. Is that right? Packwood sounds right. All right, anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where Robert people pa- were, yes, anyway, people, yes. women were like, they, people yes. were told, do not get alone in the same room with yes. this guy. The same thing with this guy. People I mean, were being I warned about like him. I feel like if people are being warned about him yeah. and you've been warned, that means you're not allowed there anymore. Yeah. You cannot that, be that trusted. That is grounds for termination. Yeah. You would be fired from a normal job. This is, we talk about it all the time. Well, Why aren't people fired from, or, mm. or, 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 thrown out of political office for things that they would be let go for in a regular job. I know. It's not right. So um, the House Ethics Committee voted unanimously to recommend that Von Eilinger be expelled from the House, good. and he resigned from his position on April 29, 2021. Okay, good. On September 25, 2021, Von Eilinger was arrested in Atlanta yeah. after returning to the U.S. from Central America, where he had been since May 2021. So he gets charged, and he fucking dips. Okay, please. So the police pick him up as soon as he comes back into the good. fucking country. On October 8, 2021, Von Eilinger was arrested on fel- felony charges of rape and forcible penetration uh. After being extradited to Idaho and booked into the county jail, he was released the same day. And in November 2021, so, you know, last month, he pled not guilty to the charges and his trial will be in the spring of 22. So we'll have to see, wait and see what happens with him. So let's get back to this. Yeah, how is she connected? So Giddings publicly released the identity of the (gasps) intern. No, why? Yeah, she previously was Jane Doe. You can't do, isn't that a And crime? she put on her fucking Facebook account <gasps> and her newsletter she sends out to all her no. constituents, this girl's name, this 19-year-old girl's fucking name. Why? What? To, to accuse her of being a liar, of, of, of shaming her, of all of those things. But isn't that illegal? Well, it's, I mean, she's not a minor, so I'm thinking oh that that was God. the excuse. So she also made disparaging remarks about the woman and the allegations. <gasps> And when this Who was the in, hell is she to, to judge what the hell happened in this situation? You know. Oh, my God. She's a traitor. She's a traitor to women. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Does she have daughters? Um, I don't think so. I know she has two kids, but I don't know if they're, if they're oh. girls. 
<clears throat> so this was referred to an ethics committee meeting and getting initially denied sharing the information. And during the meeting, another committee member showed lawmakers the post that was still on the fucking Facebook account. Oh my account. God, what a dummy. <laughs> but I mean, this is like the what thing where it's dummy. like, it's fake news. We can literally pull it up on our phone, you fucking moron. What like, what idiot. the fuck are you talking about? What oh are you talking God. about? It's just because it's just it's lies, right and lies and lies and lies and lies. That's all they know how to do. Uh, so she, so listen to this. So getting oh, scoffed no. and laughed at times <gasps> during the hearing, including when it was suggested that the bully, that bullying the intern had experienced would in- discourage women from reporting sexual assault. You know, they're like, yeah. you know, when you do this, yes. other women are never going to come forward. Because they're afraid. And she's like, <laughs> she's cackling oh at that. Oh my God. Is she? What, oh, I want to know what she looks like. Is she one of these like blonde? She looks like mm, Republican. Like she looks the, like a serious Republican. Does that make sense? Oh. Not a goofy like Barbie doll, but like a serious Republican. Yeah, woman. All right. Ugh. So she also. It's that military training. That's yes. That's you know. okay. That's what she looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So she also disparaged the intern as a quote honey trap <gasps> in her newsletter. Ew. No. This is is this intern suing her? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I if I if that's she in here, but she should. Sued. And she should, I feel like she should sue she, the fucking she, state she, house yeah. because they were sue warning people that this this should, guy should not have been there. No. If he hadn't been in fucking office, then maybe she get wouldn't have been raped. Yeah, get him out. These w- children come up there to fucking intern, yes. and it should be a safe fucking space. And, and you're putting wolves in oh the fucking hen house. Oh my god, pieces of shit, honey trap. Because she exists, women can't just even fucking walk around. No, because we're what and what? and have other women. Oof. Other women call you that evil, evil, because it's like these women that are like, oh, you know, it's like that. That what is that? The Mitch is it Mitch McConnell that can't be alone with a woman because oh you, who no, knows? it's Pence. Oh, it's Pence. Mike it's Pence. Pence. <laughs> oh, they're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, you can't be alone with a woman because something about just the existence of a yeah. woman. Yeah. You know, can't trust it, himself. It, you can, yeah, you can't trust. Meanwhile, so have somehow, you seen Mike Pence? Please, he couldn't get a hard on for a woman if he fucking tried. <laughs> Bye. Oh my God. Yeah, please. Mother, he calls his wife mother. Mother, Tina. Yeah. So weird. And I've got some kinks, but that's a fucking kink. Yeah, no, that's, okay. that's ew. <laughs> so uh, no. her statements prompted an outpouring of criticism and an ethics com- investigation against her. And they denounced, uh, getting. she denounced a bipartisan House, House Ethics Committee hearing on her conduct, accusing House Speaker Scott Bedke of creating, quote, a weaponized ethics hearing uh, end quote, with the sole intent of defeating her in the primary. Uh, I'll get to that in a second. Oh, Despite the original Lord. ethics complaint being made before either had announced their runs for lieutenant governor. So right now she's running in for lieutenant governor. For lieutenant governor. Oh, and this please, guy who's Idaho. the Speaker of the House, he's Idaho. also running for that job. And he's the one bringing, so yeah. she's like, oh, witch hunt, basically, yeah. right? Oh, it's always a damn witch hunt. I know. So they- Please, um, I, don't, I don't want her associated with a witch hunt because- Witches, witches are, are queens. Yeah. Hi, 22. Hi. 22. Oh my God. I was listening to um, Black Sabbath with it. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is what the Democratic Party needs. Like, we just Ooh. need to be full, like, yes. cauldrons. Ooh, I've, been all, I've been all over their I've been all over their asses this week. I've been Ooh. all over them on Twitter. Not one statement about DeSantis being missing. No. And I was looking at their Twitter. I'm like, oh, the last time they tweeted, it was about Christmas and it was about Kwanzaa, yeah. I think. And I'm like, where's the fucking, 
It's national news that he's yes. missing. Say something to the yeah. people of Florida. Like he's on we vacay. Would, yeah, he's like with we'll his wife. He's we'll somewhere. never disappear. We're always gonna be here. Yeah. We're gonna get your back. This is how DeSantis is, but we're not gonna be like that when yeah. you elect a Democratic governor. Fucking get on messaging. What yeah. are you doing? I just sat here from my fucking living room in five seconds or dining room and came up with an idea. Why don't you do yeah. that? Spin this motherfucker already. They can't do it. Ugh, they can't God, do it. Fucking losers. All right. That's why we're going to lose, though, because yeah. everyone's like, la, 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 la. I got to tell you, I don't know how much longer we're going to say we in with, with me being with the Democrats. I, Listen, I, I'm, I'm my out of my fucking my mind. My husband's ready to jump ship. I'm so. fucking over it already. All right, girl, please. Let's get, let's fin- let me finish this oh, biatch. Okay. So the uh, House Ethics Committee unanimously found Giddings acted in a manner unbecoming of a representative. Good, throw her out. And they recommended to the full House that Giddings be censured and stripped of her seat on the House Commerce and Human Resources Committee. So don't throw her out. Just take her off of this. Please. She did not attend most of the hearings against her. And the Ethics Committee did not recommend a more severe sanction, such as expulsion from the House or from Giddings to, uh, to be removed from these other two committee seats she's on. She's on three total committees so they just take her off of one yes um and they censure her which apparently is a big deal but yeah. i mean honestly it's like a but slap on the fucking wrist yeah. right because she could still slap vote on the end. right yeah, of course so so in november 2021 on a 49 to 19 vote the house censured giddings and stripped her of her house commerce and human resources committee assignment and during the debate um on the censure proposal, Giddings denied any wrongdoing, and some of Giddings' fellow Republicans defended her conduct while others criticized oh, it. God. The representatives who voted for a censure cited, among other things, that, Gideon, that Giddings lied under oath by denying that she was pu- that she publicized the intern's personal information. Like, even in the hearing, she She's was saying she didn't do even it. Even though there's the Facebook post. Yes. And it's an email. Yes, a is newsletter. she just like, oh, that was like my staff wrote the, yeah. the newsletter? Who knows? Yeah. It, whatever the reason is, you can't fucking do that. Yeah. No, no, no. She's... And if you have staff doing that, you've got a bigger problem than you fuck. Anyway, she's running for the lieutenant governor in 22. Idaho, Idaho. Idaho, please, for the love of God. Girl. We can't, we can't keep going like this. Mm. <gasps> Because th- what happens? She'll uh, run for like a, a national seat. She'll run for like a U.S. House seat next. Do you know what I mean? No, 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 no. Oh, so that's be, my story. Or, or it could be, you know, um, the thing that threw me over the edge. I don't know why, because I've heard, and my husband had mentioned it before, but Dwayne the Rock uh-huh. running for president. Oh, please. But 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 we all said this about Trump, right? No, and no, no. no. I'm not saying, oh, please, like, he can't win. I'm saying, oh, please, give me a fucking break already with all of this. Like, this is, we have a problem in America that somehow we think that just because someone is a celebrity and has money, that they are intelligent and capable of doing Mm -hmm. things outside of memorizing some lines in front of a camera. Mm. Well, everybody's a star. And you be a star all you want. Go go do your, you know, I, oh, that, that little movie he just did, the Red Notice or whatever. My kids watched it. Cute. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stay, with, stay, with, stay with that. Was that your review <clears throat> of his movie? Well, you know. I mean, I, mean, I, I got to tell you, I'd rather hear you say that <clears throat> than review a, a rock presidency and say, yeah, it's yeah. cute or whatever. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> That's what my re- but, review but, would be. But, but really, like, check your ego. Like, you've never sat in any political seat. Mm-mm. And you're going to run for president that the that somehow you think just because you're a movie star and people are like, hey, they like me, that that qualifies you as president. No. Like what are and, and, and if this happens, right, then we're going to be on this move to like celebrity presidencies. That's this, we got to jump ship. It's not going to happen. We got to get the hell out this of this guy, country. Fucking Rock's got it too good. He's making a movie every fucking minute. He's just making a movie president. Yeah, he's not going to run make for president. Your movie. It's funny. It's a thing to joke about. 
Yeah, just like Trump was, right? <laughs> and look what happened. Like, uh, we well, don't need it on the Democratic <laughs> side. But everyone's always throwing up, like, these celebrity names. Like, who's the other one? Matthew McConaughey. Oh, this dipshit. Um, you know, Please. Oprah. Like, I love Oprah. But, like. No, 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 you no. Know, the, but the, the, we said they, these offices are not shiny. Yeah, it's not. It's not, not a collector thing. It's you have to take care of people, and it's not being a celebrity. It's not being a star. Like you have to do work, and mm. not that you're not doing work as an actress or an actor. Like, oh, stop I get it. it! You don't have to do that, please. <laughs> you don't have to do that. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're slaving over here, people. <laughs> God damn it! I but, gotta but, tell you, I uh, <laughs> I've never seen Tina more alive in front of this camera. I mean, I really feel like this camera went up, and <laughs> Tina's like, I've got a lot of shit. It's 2022. <laughs> she's coming. <laughs> My favorite thing is you're cursing on that episode 103. Was, Was it I 103? cursing a lot? Yes. Or 104? Don't touch the oh, thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Are you ready? Oh, it's your turn. Are you ready? <gasps> oh, no. What is this? Hey, you there. We've got a question for you. Are you tired of clickbait stories and the loudest voices driving discussions in culture and entertainment? If so, I'm Dylan. I'm Kendall. And I'm Corey. And we host the podcast From the Middle. We're middle-class guys living in the middle of America, in the middle chapters of our lives with points of view somewhere in the middle. We take a more reasonable and centrist approach in our discussions covering genres like comedy, culture, entertainment, and interviews with really interesting folks like business owners, comic creators, doctors, news anchors, New York Times best-selling illustrators, professional stand-up comics, and more. We really value a relaxed and conversational podcast, one that we hope is so fun and laid back, you'll forget you're not actually hanging out with us. So search at From the Mid Pod, just like it sounds, or check us out everywhere you can find podcasts. All right, today... I'm going to tell you the story of Family Annihilator. No, 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 no. Bradford Bishop. What? All right. Family Annihilator? Like he killed his family? Yeah. Tina, stop. I know. Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So United States Foreign Service member and federal official Bradford Bishop was known for his industrious and cooperative attitude. But when no one hears from his family in over a week, Police discover a destructive side to the diplomat. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. So our story takes place in Bethesda, Maryland, Mm. which is just outside of Washington, D.C. Yes, beautiful. And there's two other places, though, where things kind of occur. And one is North Carolina and the other is Tennessee. Okay. They come into play. But a lot of D.C. folks live in Bethesda. Bethesda, because it's like this kind of upscale suburb right outside of the city. So you can make that commute. It's not like you know, uh, hours of your life. Yeah. So, um, and it's low crime, you know, it's like this, in, this place. It's a su- suburb. Yes. It's sort of like. Of, a D- of a DC. Of, of, of the DC. It's like where, you know, yeah, the upscale people kind of live. And this event occurred back in 1976. Oh. And even back then, you know, I would say even more so back then, it was sort of this idyllic, like American dream, you know, mm. house with the picket fence kind of idea. Mm. And people were shocked that it could happen, that this thing happened where they lived. And they were also shocked that Bishop would be the guy behind it all. So going to get into a little bit of Bishop's early life. So from all the accounts I read, Bishop was really smart. And he was kind of like 
the whole family was like this all-American. I feel like it fits like the 1970s. They were tall, blonde, beautiful family. You know, he was athletic. His wife was athletic. They were just, Mm. you know, this picture-perfect family. And an article from Washington Daily News reported that he attended Yale University in 1954, where he studied economics, and then he enlisted in the Army in 1959, and he married Annette Weiss that same year. And while he served in the Army, he attended, um, I guess they have this intelligence school. Mm. So he attended that, and he attended their language school, where he learned Serbo-Croatian. And then later he served in Italy, and while there he got his master's degree in Italian. So he got the degree from Middlebury College, but they had like a satellite campus in Florence, and that's where he got that degree. Mm, So in the end, I know, in the end he ends up being fluent in five languages. Wow. Italian, French, Serbo-Croatian, and Spanish. Yeah, super smart. Amazing. It's incredible. Amazing. Language is very hard. (sighs) Yeah. And I feel like, though, once you learn, like, the Italian, then you could do the Spanish. Yes. Because my husband knows Spanish pretty well, and he can read some French, and he picks up, I mean, he understands what my family's saying in Italian, so he's, like, really good, and he does some German. Mm. So I think that some people are just... Yeah, they've got that brain for it. Yes. Language. I know. I wish. Mm. (sighs) So when he came back to the States, he entered the Foreign Service, and he became a diplomat, and they end up moving to Ethiopia. Wow. Um, After leaving Ethiopia, they head back to Italy four years later. Mm. Um, And then in 1971, they return to the States, and he earns another master's degree. And this time, he earns a master's degree in African Studies from UCLA. And then he gets assigned to Botswana in 1972. And so every time he's stationed somewhere, like he takes the whole family with him. So at this time, like, you know, he's married and his wife, they end up having three um, boys, but they just, you know, go with him. Wow. Um, So by the time. It's it's kind of exciting. Kind of exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So um, by the time they go to Botswana, um, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So um, they have the three boys and Bishop's mother ends up joining them as well because her husband had just died. And so now it's the husband, the wife, his mother, and the three boys. So finally in 1974, this Bishop clan makes their way back and they settle in D.C., and they bought a home in Bethesda. Mm. So um, just a little bit about the family. The boys were really um, athletic, like their father and mother. They were avid swimmers. They were tennis players. His wife, Annette, was active in the community. She was known for in her interest in art. And his mom, Lobelia, um, she took care of the house. She did the grocery shopping. She drove the kids around. Oh, so it God, was like, you know. so nice. Yeah. Imagine. Just no. having someone to like do all that stuff for the kids and no. then you can go explore your interest in art. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> so, um, but like I said, they said the whole family was athletic. They were all tennis, hiking. See, so when I, know. when I hear family annihilator and athletic, there's something fucking way off because I yeah. thought like working out is supposed to make you cool. Like, yeah. Like, like, like I mean, relax. calm you down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they love the outdoors. So again, they were Uh-oh. like this perfect all American family. But I did find some other information. Wait, is there, is there anything better than when you know it's a family annihilator and everything's like this perfect all-American yes. family? Like there's nothing darker than when something goes like that. Yeah, right? because it, and everyone, that's why everyone was so shocked about it because yeah. they were they like they and some people really don't even believe that he did it. Oh, so but it's clear it's clear that he did. All right. But 
so I did find other info about how people regarded him in the workplace. Okay. So as I noted earlier, he's this hardworking guy and he seemed to be really respectful, but a couple of accounts noted that he also had a bit of an attitude mm. where he'd fly off the handle in anger. And um, an NBC News article cited Special Agent Mattis who said, quote, Bishop was an arrogant man. He tended to overreact sometimes explosively to minor things. Mm. And the FBI noted this about his character on there. So they have like their website of like the most wanted people. And on his, you know, sheet or whatever it says, Bishop was described as intense and self-absorbed, prone to violent outbursts and preferred a neat and orderly environment. Ooh, I can't, what is happening in that house? Right. So that house is nuts. Those boys are like fucking frightened. Come on. They have to be. All right, so we're going to- Hospital corners on the beds. Oh, God, everything's got to be perfect. All right, so let's get into the major incident. Oh, God. So according to the Washington Daily News article, where I got a lot of this information, on March 2nd, 1976, a Wilma Swain was on duty at a lookout tower in North Carolina, near Columbia, when she noticed a fire out in the distance. She sees, like, smoke rising up. Okay. She's in the tower, so she can see- and she's like, all right, I got to call the forest rangers. Maybe it's a campfire gone bad. Who mm. knows what? So um, Ronald Brickhouse shows up to the scene and notices that the fire had spread across about three acres of land. And he tries to stop it on his own, but he couldn't. So he calls for backup. And as he's kind of like heading back towards his truck, he saw that there was a dirt pile near this hole in the ground. And when he goes there, he sees two bodies laying in this hole in the ground. And he flips out, calls the sheriff. And, you know, um, near the scene, he also saw a gasoline can. And he also sees a shovel and a pitchfork. So he's like, oh, shit. What the fuck? So the sheriff, uh, this guy, Royce Rhodes, comes along with a few other people. And they realize, okay, like, obviously, this is someone who had set these bodies on fire. The fire kind of went out of control. And that's where they are. And so um, when they move, so um, he says at the time, quote, it was something I've never seen before or since, and I hope to God I never see again. Oh, my God. So when they move the two bodies, Mm -mm. they realize that there's more bodies underneath those Mm. two bodies. (laughs) So in in the end, they found the burning bodies of two women and three boys, Bishop's mother, (gasps) mother. Lavelia, 68, his wife, Annette, who was 37, their boys, William, who was 14, Brenton, who was 10, and Jeffrey, oh, who was 5. Oh, God, But Tina. at the time... No, no, no. They can't identify these people. Because oh. remember, they're in North Carolina. They're from Bethesda. And they're Bethesda. from Bethesda. So they're like, who, who right. are these people, right? Yeah. So they start off, of course, like they're like, okay, let's go to missing persons in mm-hmm. their state. And it's 1976, so it's not like... No one's talking. You know... There's no... Yeah. There's it's not like linked. things are advertised. Right. It's yeah, just yeah, very yeah. different. That, that, that was from that one case. It was in the 70s, but I don't think it was 70. It was after 74 where that one boy was kidnapped, and then they started to do a, a nationwide, like, where... What was it called? It's not Bolo. Is it Bolo? No. It's oh, some Be On sort, The Lookout. Yeah, but, but it's... Um, where they started to connect all the states were ta- would start oh, talking to yes, each other. Yes, You know yes, what I mean? Yes, Well, that, so this, yeah, wasn't they really wouldn't happening. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, they couldn't find, they couldn't, there was no indication oh that anybody's God. missing. So they're like, who the hell? I mean, this is an entire family. So they're like, what is going on? Yeah. So the yeah. autopsy reveals that, you know, they were bludgeoned to death prior to being Fuck. burned. Jesus. I know. And the chief medical examiner at the time, Dr. Paige Hudson stated, quote, 
I was impressed by the multiplicity of the blows on the victims. When you cave somebody's head in with one blow, why keep hitting them? The fact that there were so many bruises to the children struck me as <gasps> odd. Oh my God. And then um, he went on this to say, he went on to say, and I recall that some people might have survived those injuries, but the emotional aspect of the incident um, helped killed her. And we're uh, talking about the mother. Wow. That it was uh, his mother. Yeah. They think that she may have like had a heart attack, like with everything that was happening. See, these kinds of ki- this kind of killings always it's, it's awful. Bit, it's, it's awful. But the, it's what's fascinating to me is oh, the bludgeoning is insane because usually when this kind of thing happens, it's a gun, right, right. or a knife, and so the, no, it's no. fast. And yeah, th- especially is... if it's a gun, because if kids wake up, they go from yes. one room to the next to yes, the next, yes. and the kids wake up. They usually kill the adults first, then they'll kill the kids. But these kids. You know, they they see it. They know it's coming. Oh, my God. Is what it's, I'm saying to terrible. you. But how do you bludgeon over and over again? And how do you do more than one person without somebody getting out? Yes. Right? So Like, how the well, fuck does that how, happen? So, what they think... So, they noticed that the boys were wearing pajamas and the women were still in their day clothes. So, um, the other thing was, of course, like, at the scene of the, the fire, they were all soaked in gasoline. So, the intent was probably that all those bodies were going to burn. But... Probably what happened is maybe the fire got out of control before it could, you know, get in the hole, get in the hole or do what he wanted it to do. And then he took off, you know, um, (sighs) but it said that there didn't appear to be any signs of struggle. So he killed these women first and then those kids were probably in bed when he fucking went in there. Yes. They think it's the opposite that, that the boys were in bed, then the wife came home and then the mother came home from like walking the dogs or dog or whatever. I don't know. So after four days, they um, still couldn't identify who these uh, folks were. Um, And then there was a clue at the crime scene. There was a price tag on the shovel. (gasps) So they were able to trace like this number on the price tag to a hardware store in Bethesda. Mm. So can you imagine this? Fucking police work, bitch. I know. So then they take the pictures of these people. And they go to the hardware store and they're like, do you recognize any of these people? Like, did anyone here buy the shovel, whatever? No luck, right? But around the same time that that's happening. So remember, this was March 2nd that the fire, they found the fire. On March 8th, a neighbor of Bishop's got worried because she hadn't seen anyone at the house or any movement at the house for over a week. And, you know, there's three kids there. They're all super active. Oh, I love nosy neighbors. And she hasn't seen anybody. Like, no one's walking the dog. No one's getting the paint. No one's getting the mail. Oh, so when the dog dead, no, because guess what? (gasps) He loved the dog and he took that damn dog (gasps) with him. You believe that? (gasps) Oh my God. He took the dog. It's so fucking dark, Tina. The dog. Wow. Wow. What a jerk. Oh my God. What a horrible. Although I did, uh, last night was my first night in the house as a single parent. Oh yeah. And when I went to bed last night, I got to the bed and the cats were on the bed and I was like, (laughs) Yes, it's yeah. fucking cuddle time. <laughs> Maybe I would take the cats, Tina. Maybe Aww. I would take the cats. Oh, oh my this, God. Oh, my God. Oof. So a detective shows up to the house, and he saw blood on the front porch. And when he entered the house, there was blood everywhere. Oh, And fuck. he stated, quote, on the walls, the ceiling, anywhere you looked, there was blood. It was plain to see something terrible had happened here. So they're like, okay, we know something happened. And a Medium article also mentioned uh, a police officer, McNally, who commented on how the elements of the scene 
still remains with him. And he was referring to the marks on the ceiling. Mm. And he said the number of marks, you know, how many times he must have hit his son. Because, like, he's... It's going back up. It's yes. going down, going up. These are babies. Uh, mental illness. So, so after up. analyzing the evidence, they theorized that Bishop killed his family on Monday, March 1st. And another witness who was a former colleague to Bishop said that on that day, Monday... Um, Bishop left work around 5.30, and he said, I'm not feeling well. Oh, I might be getting it. the flu. Oh, he fucking right? planned so this. So that way, like, if he doesn't show up yeah. to work, they're then like, no oh, one come looking. Not. Yeah. Oh, he knew what he was going to do when he left fucking yes. work that day. But he didn't go straight home. WUSA 9 reported that he went to Sears at the Montgomery Mall, and at Sears, he bought a sledgehammer and a gas can, which he filled up along with his station wagon, then he bought a shovel and that pitchfork at a local hardware store. And the Washington Post reported that they believed that, um, like I said earlier, that he bludgeoned his wife with the hammer, then his mother, and then the boys while they slept. So I don't know which was which. Did he do the boys first and then them or them um, and the boys? I feel adults are first. Right. Because they could stop it. They could stop it. You know, even, you know, there's been a lot of those, uh, these cases too where, the kids know it's coming, but it's their parent coming. Yeah. So, like, they're scared. Yeah. But they don't move because it's their parents. Yeah. So they oh, trust them. Oh, my God. So then, um, as reported by the Daily News, uh, he carried all of them out the front door to his car. I guess that they, that how they noticed, like, the blood or whatever. Um, and then he drove for hours to that spot in North Carolina. Wow. So an eyewitness claimed to have seen a station wagon that morning of the fire. Mm. Uh, that matched the bishop's uh, station wagon. Wow. So at first, some people believed that Bishop was also a victim. But because they were like, he's missing too, right? And they thought, oh, he's this diplomat. He's done all this overseas stuff. Like maybe they're spies. Maybe they, you know. Well, very white too. Yes. I mean, that's another thing. Yes. So, um, but they found his fingerprint on the gasoline can. They found his fingerprints at the home and he had taken cash out of the bank on the first. And, you know, he bought all those items at the store Tina, and he also bought tennis shoes in North Carolina using their credit card. Um, and another witness believes that, um, she served him at a diner in Wilmington, North Carolina, mm. uh, that same night. By March 18th. Man's got, a man's got to eat, Tina. Yeah. So <laughs> this happens on, you know, he kills them on March 1st. They kind of, like, figure it out by March 8th, like, who it is. They put, like, be on a lookout for this guy. And by March 18th, there's a ton of sightings. So, again, not like today. There's not cameras on every corner where they can kind of, like, trace, like, oh, he drove here. Oh, he drove there. Like, they can't do any of that. So it's harder to track someone back then. And they end up finding his car on March 18th as well, but they find it in Tennessee and they find it sort of near like the Smoky Mountains. Mm. And that's the last anyone has seen or heard. Oh, I'm sorry. Of this guy. Are you fucking kidding oh, me no, right now? No, that's it? No. So. Holy shit. So like people have been looking for this guy for decades. What? Yes. So the FBI um, ended up releasing that he was under psychiatric um, during this time and he needed meds regularly but they didn't say what his condition was and then other reports I read say that he suffered from depression and insomnia mm. but the real thing that people keep wondering is why like they supposedly they had no financial troubles you know like there was no you know he had a great job like what you know they they couldn't figure out like what he didn't have some lover on the side you know they couldn't figure out 
Sometimes it's you can have a what looks like a perfect life yes. and still not be okay. Yes. So Time Magazine um, wrote an article and That's some it, the, other the social norms of of yes. like this. If you have this dream life, everything will yeah, be good for mean, you. Yeah, it doesn't mean that. Yeah, it's perfect. and sometimes yeah. you you do you work so hard to like fit all hit all those you know tick all the boxes. And you still are like, why am I still yes. fucked in the head? Well, it doesn't, those things have nothing to do with that. Who was he? Was it John List? Who was the other guy? Yeah. Who like killed his whole family. Yes. And then he had a whole other family and yes. no one realized it. You know, he could be one of those He went on for too. years. I mean, yeah. you know, so, um, but some uh, other articles, like I said, in the Time Magazine article noted that he may have been upset because he was passed over for a promotion. Oh, please. Other That's people not- say that he may have been a... Uh, resentful of his mother who some described as very well, overbearing i gotta i was gonna say tina the fact that his mother lived there is a little bit much yeah it's a um, lot to have and uh, the lot. fact that she was killed like so violent yeah. like they said over and over like there's something there with the mother something there no doubt about right? it yeah and then another unsubstantiated report said that he was a spy and that he was killed along with his family. But again, yeah, no. no evidence points to that. And I understand like family members maybe wanting to believe that because they can't believe that he would be the one to mm-hmm. do such a crazy and terrible act. So well, of course, you know, I mean, now all we do is wait for somebody. He maybe he has a second family in the Smoky Mountain somewhere, yeah. and then one of these kids are going to be like, "I wonder where my family's oh, from," and they'll do a DNA yes. test. Well, that happens. That happens. Yeah, then we'll find Bishop. Fucking, you well, know, we don't his, find Bishop, but there is yeah, there is a some... DNA thing that does happen. Really? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. All right. So no charges, no sentencing, of course, because they haven't found him. Mm. Some of the aftermath, their family ends up auctioning off their property and house because, like. They're gone, so it goes to, like, the siblings or whatever. And one couple buys the house, but then they didn't want to live in it. Hello. Like, who? I mean. Ghost bitch. Because of the tragedy. So they end up selling it to somebody else, and I I think people are now living there. And then um, the FBI, he was placed on the most wanted list. He was recently removed. Mm -hmm. So some points of interest. One part of his job was to create passports. Ooh, ooh! So That's he could have created one for himself, of course. Under because 1976, you can make up whatever the Shh. hell name you want. Yeah, you could pick out someone's social security number who's dead, and like there he's you been. Go. S- he's lived abroad several yes. pl- different places. He speaks five languages. Oh come on! He is he's gone. Al- he's he left the country. Yeah, and he's so alive somewhere. Come on. So and some people have claimed to have seen him in Europe. He yeah. was allegedly spotted in Italy. In Sweden and in Switzerland. I so 100% that's where he believe is. he's, he's alive. He's living a whole new life. Yes. So, um, like wow. I said, the family had that dog, and mm. the dog was Leo, and Bishop loved him, and they believed that he did kill the family and took the dog. I found this interesting article about the, evi- <laughs> yeah, the evidence <laughs> that's still on file. Yeah. And they talked about how they, they were still trying to preserve it because the way that they collected evidence then is very different than how they collect and, like, mm. Uh, deal with evidence now like they were talking about the gasoline can where they had written with marker like on it and they're like today we would never touch it and write on these things like right. we would never do any of that right how some stuff is like getting molded over but they're trying mm. to keep it in case they ever find bishop so that how they old can would he be now he um would be 85 years old oh it's possible he could still it is be totally alive possible. yes so in 2014 they exhumed a body they thought may be bishop so there was a john doe who fit Bishop's description, who was the victim of a hit and run. Mm. And it was like really very shortly after. 
he went missing. I want to say it was like 1977 or 78, something mm-hmm. like that. But they went and exhumed it because like the, when they looked at the picture of this John Doe next to uh, Bishop, they had the same like cleft chin, like the same mm-hmm. shape, but was not like when they did the DNA it analysis, wasn't it wasn't him. Yeah, um, he's, and he's then gone. Another interesting point is the AP reported that there was a letter that was mailed from an inmate. This is back when um, maybe a couple of weeks mm-hmm. after Bishop took off. And it was from uh, Ken Bankston. And it suggested that Bankston may have agreed to help Bishop find a shooter for his family. So this shows that there may have been a motive. And the letter refers to two more inmates and a woman being held in a North Carolina jail. And like, it basically is like, hey, like this can be done. Hmm. But they don't say like explicitly, but like you can infer so it's kind of showing that like he was planning this and maybe he couldn't get the shooter or couldn't do it and just decides to do it himself. I don't think, I think that the way he did it is how he always had it planned. You can't yeah. bring somebody else in on this. Yeah. You got to do it yourself. But it's just like weird, like the North Carolina woman and then he mm. brings them the North Carolina. Mm. I don't know. And then this part was just like uh, my favorite part of the story in September of 2021. NBC News 4 reported that this woman, Kathy Gilchrist, she does a DNA test. Oh, my God. And learned that she was Bishop's daughter. (gasps) Yes. What? I know. So she was 18 years old when the murders happened. (gasps) She was adopted. And Who was the mother? They don't know. She was adopted. So she, she's like, you know, my whole life I always thought I was special because my parents always said, you're chosen, you're chosen. So she was like, oh, you were born to your parents. They picked me special. So like. Oh, you're special. Yeah, I'm special. You're very special. And so she was always sad, like never had an urge to this want to find un- out who her parents were. But then she retired and she's like, well, let me just do one of these DNA things. And she ends up. Um, she would have been old, the older. So it would have been a relationship he was in before the so wife. So the speculation is that while he was at Yale. Okay. He may have had yeah, an affair because he was still married. Remember, he marries yes. uh, Annette very early on. So he probably had an affair with someone. That woman oh. may or may not have even told him that he has a baby. Right. Gave it up for adoption. Wow. So he. Um, she ends up connecting with uh, like a cousin. That okay. cousin mm-hmm. happens to be one of these people that are like, oh, I love tracing and bringing families together. Oh. Like that's just what she does. So she's like, I'll help us figure out like where we're connected. And she starts like connecting it back and it, the name ends up Bishop. And she's like, oh, uh-oh. And she calls her. She's like, um, I, I found out who your dad might be. Um, and she's like, oh, is it, is it a celebrity? And she's like, yeah, oh, kind of. <laughs> oh, God. She's like, I'm just going to send you the name and you can look it up yourself. Oh, and no. And she's like, FBI, let's go. Oh, my God. And then the FBI, like. Daddy. <laughs> yeah. And so the FBI, they take her DNA just to like see. And she is indeed oh, his God. daughter. <gasps> can you imagine do, that? You know, this is the worst case <laughs> scenario. You know, you Where do these like, things. La, 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 la. Yeah. What? You know, but, in my family, oh my, oh. Um, my, my, who did it? A, a bunch of people. Like I don't, I'm not, I don't really know a lot of my dad's. I don't know any of my dad's family really. And he had four brothers. And so when they, my, I think my brother did DNA. One of these other brothers did DNA and all this stuff. And it turned out like when you go and fill in this family tree. I think one of his brothers had an illegitimate Ooh. child somewhere that's somehow connected. Yes, I mean people there. are finding out so much dude stuff 
Yeah. Like who's related and who may not be related. It's a, do you really want to open that door? I or? don't know. I, know, I mean, I, know, I, know. I, I wouldn't want to be like the child of a serial killer <laughs> or a family annihilator. <laughs> no. But then. That is worse. The yeah. Case. yeah. But uh, what if I find out like. Some superstar. A, yeah. <laughs> or royalty. Ooh. Ooh. Give me some <laughs> of that land. All right. So this guy either walked off into the Smoky Mountains where he just, you know, died and live, or lived off the no. land or something. Um, but wh- I really think he just took off to Europe. Yeah. I think that he no, totally. had the capability to yes. change his life. Yes. And he was smart. And yes. Give me a break. He could be alive. I mean, he may be dead. No. But I think he lived a whole nother life that yes. nobody knows about. Absolutely. He planned all of that and he is living yeah. life. So that's the story of our family annihilator, Bradford Bishop. Starting off the year crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Dark, bitch. Dark, dark. dark. I saw that and I was like, ugh. And I sent it to Alfredo like um, before before Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you did, Dana. I was so, I I had heard about it and I was like, oh, this is going to be my story for the new year. Oh my gosh. So. But I yeah, think he forgot one. that I sent it to him. He doesn't listen anyway, so don't worry about it. <laughs> um, yeah, so my big week, this is a big week for me. Yes, this is a huge week. Yeah. It's, it's exciting. F- it's very exciting. So, yeah, I'm living alone with children. It's very weird. Yeah. I couldn't sleep at all last night. Aww. I know. But, but you have your kitties. I do. I have and my your babies. Kitties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. I'll stay busy. I tried to work out this morning and I realized I had like 20 minutes to do it before you got here. And yeah. I was like, what am I doing? Just save it for later. Yeah. You know, I have to do the same. I'm like, I got to, I feel like I just ate a bunch of crap. Oh and like, my God. And I got to go back to work and, uh, but hopefully we will have our website up in the next week or two. Nice. <gasps> And this Hopefully, video, this video will be up as well. That would be nice. And we <laughs> will have, I hopefully some merch. We have to figure out the merch end. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think a lot of good things for 2022 for this podcast. Yeah, good stuff. So please keep, um, you know, sharing this podcast with people. Subscribe, review, and if you review, if you put a review out and you just put your name where you're from, like out, we'll just shout you out on the podcast yeah. and to say thank you. So, oh, P.S. Uh, I was telling Bluebird, I was like, I said, I just want to let you know tomorrow we're putting out a graphic. It's our top five little mucks. I said. You're number six. And he was like, <laughs> I don't care. I'm like, I know, but I feel bad because he was so good. He's amazing. He, he's amazing. But I got to tell you, that top five, I was impressed with us with that yes. top five. I, mean, I can't wait. I can't wait for this year's Little Mucks. Like, it's so funny, too, because I was looking at the list, and I'm not trying to like pat us on the back or anything, but I remember saying to you at the beginning of last year, that I want to focus on primarily women of yes. color. I want a morally, more women of color to be our guests on the podcast. And if you look at that list, it's, it's I think, 99% people of color yes. that it's are in amazing. our top five, which it's is incredible. Amazing. It's so good. I was so happy about that. Ooh. I know. Yes. So congratulations to Joe Scott, our supervisor of elections. Yes. You fucking, Hi. Dude, a huge download yes. number. I was like, holy shit. That's it great. It was amazing. That's oh, great. God, it's so fucking good. Aww. I know. I love it. So here we are. Yep. Oh, you keep looking at the camera. <laughs> She's a star. I'm a star. I didn't realize this was going to be a thing. Tina is like <laughs> fucking posing the whole time. And I'm just looking at you as if there's not a camera. And Tina's like, 
There's we're the camera like on me. Hi. Doing this whole Ooh. bit. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. that's it. See you later, alligator. <gasps> Bye. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs>